Yo, what is going on, everybody? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and today's video for you guys, week 10 running back rankings for fantasy football in 2020. Inside of this video, we are going to be going over the top 32 running backs for week number 10 of the 2020 fantasy football season. If at any point inside of this video, you end up having a great time, you end up enjoying, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below, because not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship. And real quick, I'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends, my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com is my favorite place to play daily fantasy sports, especially here on the Matchup Shop. Now, they also offer progressive bonus games that you can also play as well, the tournament that's also on the top of the screen, but I may mostly play in the Matchup Shop game variant on OverlayDFS.com. It's so simple. Pretty much, you got to choose between the matchups. This is for Thursday night tonight. They typically add more than this, so there may be a little bit more than these matchups when you actually log on on Thursday night, but the lines do end up moving, so you want to get them right when you see them because the lines do move just like in real sports bets. Pretty much what it is is player versus player fantasy football. Who scores more fantasy points? Derrick Henry minus 8.5 or Janu Smith plus 8.5? Who scores more fantasy points? Ryan Tannehill minus 5.5 or A.J. Brown plus 5.5? It is that simple. You guys do research all week long to win your fantasy football league. So why not win some cash on the side on OverlayDFS.com? And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 10 running back rankings. We begin with running backs one all the way through number 12. Coming in at number one, we have Mr. Dalvin Cook going up against the Chicago Bears in Chicago. The Chicago Bears defense is definitely a tough matchup, but Dalvin Cook has been balling out of control as of recently, and I would see no reason to rank him outside of maybe the number one or number two guy or three on the week, I guess you could say, considering the top three guys have very juicy matchups for this week, but I think Dalvin Cook gets it done easily up against these shy town Bears. Don't be surprised if this motherfucker puts up not one, not two, not three, but four goddamn touchdowns in this game up against the Chicago Bears like he did two weeks ago. Next up at number two, we have Alvin Kamara going up against the San Francisco 49ers. We saw the Green Bay Packers absolutely bend over the San Francisco 49ers last week on Thursday night, and I think this may be the same case again here with Alvin Kamara and friends in New Orleans. I actually think the returning of Michael Thomas actually helps out Alvin Kamara a decent amount. I say this because I think it helps to have another piece on the offense that the defense has to key in on. Previously, when it was just Alvin Kamara and really no one around him, they had to just key on Alvin Kamara. Now, it didn't really end up working at all for the defenses because Alvin Kamara has been running trains with or without Michael Thomas on the defense. But I think Michael Thomas adding him back to the roster will help Alvin Kamara out a decent amount. Obviously, last week it was a complete and utter rout of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so we didn't really see a close game, and I'm not too sure we'll see a close one here on Sunday up against the Niners. At number three, we have another juicy matchup here, A.A. Ron Jones versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. The defense of the Jacksonville Jaguars is very young and does show promise for the future, but we're not talking about Aaron Jones' ranking for two years from now when they play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Actually, I guess that would be four years from now, probably, how it works. But with that said... That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Aaron Jones now versus the Jacksonville Jaguars defense with how it stands right now and how it stands. It is hobbling. It is wobbling. It is stumbling like Daniel Jones trying to run into the end zone up against the Philadelphia Eagles. So I think Aaron Jones is going to have a great game here up against a not-so-hot Jacksonville Jaguars defense. And number four, we have James Robinson going up against the Green Bay Packers. It's in the same game in Green Bay in the Lambeau Field. James Robinson has looked very, very consistent as the season has gone on thus far. He has a 
another good spot here. Jake Lutton did actually look not that bad last week, and he's going to be starting quarterback this week for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he goes ahead and puts up a solid game here with Mr. James Robinson up against the Green Bay Packers defense. Coming in at number five, we have Josh Jacobs going up against the Denver Broncos. Now, Josh Jacobs has kind of been hit or miss thus far this season at the beginning. He started the season off rock hard. This motherfucker was on Viagra and Cialis at the exact same time. And then in the middle of the season, this man could not get it up. And as of recently, he's been rock solid again. So how do I feel about Josh Jacobs up against the Denver Broncos? I like him a decent amount. My only worry, though, is that this one does become a complete and utter shootout which I think it could, where both teams are passing the ball a lot, and then Josh Jacobs kind of gets cucked in that scenario, but I still think he'll get enough usage to be worthy of a top-five start. At number six, we have James Conner going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals' defense, there's nothing to write home about there in Cincinnati. James Conner looks pretty good as of recently. He hasn't been some type of upper echelon running back, but this is a good matchup up against the Bengals, and I expect James Conner to expose him up against the Cincinnati Bengals. At number seven, we have MD Michael Davis going up against the, not Michael Davis, Mike Davis going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay Tom Brady. Now, there's been so much slander I have seen as of recently on Mike Davis's name. Oh, he hasn't been that good recently. Where, 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 where? You remember a couple weeks ago when Mike Davis was individually putting the team on his goddamn back for your fantasy team? That's what it's going to be here. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will play close to the Carolina Panthers. That's just inevitably, in my opinion, what's going to happen. The Carolina Panthers are one of those teams that's actually pretty good, but will just never win in a spot like this, but will be able to keep it close enough to where you're like, goddamn, the Carolina Panthers are actually pretty good. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, Teddy Two Gloves versus the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a very similar scenario as in this game, in my opinion, I think Mike Davis is able to get it done in this matchup. At number eight, we have Kareem Hunt going up against the Houston Texans. Now, it seems as though nine-inch Nicholas Chubb, big dick Nick Chubb, is going to be returning in this matchup for the first time in forever, as they would say in Frozen. It's been like six weeks at this point. And it appears that they are trying to keep him a bit cautious in practice, so I don't expect him to overwhelmingly completely take over this week. This is an amazing defense to play against here in the Houston Texans. So I got Kareem Hunt, who in my opinion will get a lot of pass catching opportunity up against the Houston Texans to put on a big game this week. And number nine, we have Miles Sanders going up against the New York football giants in the Meadowlands in New Jersey. I really like him in this matchup. It seems like he's going to be good to go, like 100% fired up to play in this matchup. So you have to start him because this season when he was healthy, he was playing very, very well. And we saw Boston Scott take over his, his role and look quite good as of recently up against the New York football Giants, especially a couple weeks ago when they played the first time. So I think Miles Sanders will step into a nice deep depth of a role where he's going to be able to skull fuck the New York football Giants. And number 10, we have big dick Nicholas Chubb going up against the Houston Texans. We talked about it before when I was talking about Kareem Hunt. I don't think that this is necessarily going to be the coming out of Nick Chubb where he flies out the gate and beats the ever-living shit out of the Houston Texans. But with the kind of uncertainty at the running back position, he gets a top 10 slot on the week. This is a very good matchup for him up against a very bad defense in the Houston Texans where Nick Chubb will be able to play quite well. Do I expect him to be a top five running back this week? No, but for the future, I think that's definitely in the books for Nicholas Chubb as he continues to get more healthy. At number 11, we have Antonio Gibson going up against the Detroit Lions at Detroit. Now, I have significantly moved up on Antonio Gibson since yesterday, since the live stream yesterday. I thought more about it 
and I thought about how much I love this matchup. I still feel like he's the running back one on the team ahead of J.D. McKisson Titty. So I'm going to put him as a top 12 back on the week. I really believe in this matchup up against the Detroit Lions defense. So I moved him up much higher than I had him to previously yesterday. So make sure you guys note that if I answered a question on the live stream about Antonio Gibson, he's ranked a lot higher than I had him as yesterday. At number 12, we have DeAndre Swift going up against the Washington football team. A case of both running backs in this game that I think are going to be able to put up solid games. The biggest worry with Swift actually has nothing to do with the talent of the player. It has to do with the brain of the dumbass head coach named Matthew Patricia. This guy is a certified dumbass seven days a week. All right, DeAndre, he just doesn't know how to use the running back. So for some reason, he gives Adrian Peterson the ball. For some reason, he gives Carryon Johnson the ball a lot of times, when in reality, he should just be giving the ball to one man and one man only, and that is DeAndre Swift. I like this matchup up against the Washington football team, not really because of Swift's rushing upside in this one, because the front seven for the Washington football team is very talented and is definitely going to be a tough foe for DeAndre Swift, but I think at the end of the day, he'll be able to overcome it and drop his load on the defense by catching the ball a decent amount of times in this matchup. Now, on to running backs 13 through 24. So again, if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. At number 13, we have Chase Edmonds going up against the Buffalo Bills. Now, as of right now, it's about, I'd say, a 30% shot Kenyon Drake plays. Now, the reports out of the media... They're kind of a little more optimistic than I am. In my opinion, I see no reason why they should rush back Kenyon Drake in this scenario when Chase Edmonds was able to utilize a heavy workload last week and it didn't seem to hurt him. He just didn't do anything with the touches. Maybe it was just the Dolphins defense playing very, very strong up against the run, which I think it was. I think Chase Edmonds steps back into the saddle this week and gets a million carries as long as obviously Kenyon Drake does not end up playing. The Buffalo defense has been pretty solid against the pass, but a bit suspect up against the run thus far this season at number 14. We have Jarek McKinnon going up against the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Now, recent reports came out today that said, hey, Jarek McKinnon is going to see a whole lot of work this week. That is what head coach of the motherfucking team, Kyle Shanahan, said. And that scares me because Kyle Shanahan tells you one thing and does the other. He'll tell you this is Jamichael Hasty season. And then Jarek McKinnon blows the back out of the defense. He'll tell you it's going to be Mostert season now. Mostert, Mostert's hurt. He's not going to be playing this week. Even though I love this matchup for him, I was hoping he'd come back. Seems like he's going to come back next week. So, with that said, he's kind of confusing. He tells you one thing, does the other. With that said, this matchup is nice up against the New Orleans Saints. They're really going to try to run, run, run the ball gently down the stream. So, I like McKinnon as a top 14 back. But again, this week, the running back depth is at an all-time goddamn low. You're firing out a lot of backup running backs this week. Speaking of backup running back, we have a running back who I'm not sure is the starter. Or the backup on the team, Leonard Fournette, going up against the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. Bruce Arians, just like Kyle Shanahan, is a professional at lying straight to your goddamn face. If you put a lie detector on this man's nipples, it would tell you that you are actually... He wasn't lying at all, but in reality, he's lying every single time straight to your face. That's how convincing this man is. He looks you dead in the eyes and will tell you... Ronald Jones is going to get a lot of touches, right? He will whisper it into your ear, whisper sweet nothings into your ear, and then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he'll say, this is Ronald Jones, and then Leonard Fournette comes out of nowhere and butt fucks the defense. So you strictly have no, or frankly, have no idea what's going to happen on Sunday. This is a good matchup up against, or for the running back up against the Carolina Panthers. So I like Fournette, but it is scary. At number 16, we have another guy that is in this type of backwards committee that is so confusing to understand. 
And that's Melvin Gordon, running back of the Denver Broncos, going up against the Las Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas. Now, Melvin Gordon has not had that productive of a season at all. Had one really good game up against, you guessed it, the fucking Jets. And really hasn't done all that much thus far this season, kind of like what I predicted in the offseason. Due to this being a parasitic backfield, and the only time he really played good was without Philip Lindsay. With that said, this is a very, very juicy matchup. And my feeling is that Melvin Gordon will end up in the end zone in this game. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and have him as a top 16 running back. But if he does not end up scoring, this is going to be a sad week for Melvin Gordon. At number 17, we have the Duke. Duke Johnson, running back of the Houston Texans, going up against the Cleveland Browns in the dog pound in Cleveland. This is what we describe as a revenge game, formerly of the Browns. Duke Johnson is. That sounded like something Yoda would say. Formerly of... <laughs> I can't even do Yoda's voice, so I won't try to do it, but... Duke Johnson used to be on the Cleveland Browns, and this is the classic revenge game narrative that is going to get me murdered because I feel like Duke Johnson is going to go 12 inches deep in that Browns defense. But with that said, Duke Johnson looked very good last week after David Johnson ended up going out of the game with a concussion. I just feel like his role is set in stone in this offense to where I'd be comfortable starting him at running back 17. At number 18, we have J.D. McKisson titties at the Detroit Lions. McKissick, for some reason, once Alex Smith comes down and enters the game, he turns in, he goes from J.D. McKissick to Devontae Adams. Now, Nick, how does that make any sense? J.D. McKissick is a running back. Devontae Adams is a wide receiver, and I say this because J.D. McKissick had 7 million targets last week. If you look it up, it's something insane. It was like 15 or 18 targets. How does that happen for a running back to get that many targets strictly based off of the target volume alone? You have to put this man inside the top 18 this week, especially up against a not-so-hot Detroit Lions defense. At number 19, we have CC, do you love me? Chris Carson going up against the Los Angeles Rams in LA. Now, I don't know if you guys follow, I don't even know. I saw it on Instagram and on Twitter. Pretty much some guy, maybe it was one of you guys, it was a fantasy player, tweet, or just uh, Instagram DM'd Chris Carson and was like, Chris Carson, you're a fucking bitch-made motherfucker. Why are you not playing? You're costing my fantasy team this season. And Chris Carson said, what the fuck you say to me, you piece of shit? I'm going to come after you. And then the guy's like, send me your address. And Chris Carson sends his address. Will these guys have a boxing match in front of his house? I have no idea. But Chris Carson gives no fucks about your fantasy team because why would he? Why would he care about coming back, potentially injuring himself for your enjoyment? Frankly, that's just not going to happen. Will he play this week? He has been missing for a couple of weeks, so it's definitely a true 50-50, in my opinion. If Chris Carson does not end up playing and Carlos Hyde misses again, you're going to have to throw Mr. Wiki Wiki DJ Dallas in here inside of the top 19 at the running back position. This is just a tentative spot for Chris Carson because I feel like if he does play, I'd move him up past Melvin Gordon. But if he doesn't play, obviously, you're not going to play him at all. At number 20, we have Darrell Henderson going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Now, I don't know why I gave Darrell Henderson a uh, Western accent, but with that said, I'm sorry for doing an accent, but with that said, I mean, this is a great matchup for Henderson. Seattle's defense is burnt to crisps. It is awful. It really is. Darrell Henderson, though, is in that scenario where he has a preposterously easy matchup, but he is in a scenario that is just the worst. Not only is he in a double-headed backfield, he is in the trifecta, the threesome, the orgy backfield of the NFL. Darrell Henderson, Malcolm Brown, Cam Akers, one, two, three. Akers seems like they just don't want to use him. So you could kind of eliminate him, but eventually he's going to get the touches. You can just see the, the, 
I don't even know what the saying is. Something about putting in the bread, the bread is in the pudding, something like that, is where I feel about Cam Akers. I feel like he is going to do something eventually. They have Malcolm Brown, who can vulture touchdowns, but at the end of the day, it seems like Darrell Henderson is the number one guy, the numero uno guy on the team, so I'm going to go ahead and fire up Darrell Henderson as running back 20 on the week with a whole lot of upside, but a whole lot of his floor is kind of low because of the fact that this offense has so many backs that they can use, and they also probably could easily expose the passing game of the Seattle Seahawks as well, or the pass defense of the Seattle Seahawks as well. At 21, we have J.K. Dobbins going up against the New England Deflatriots in New England. It seems like Marky Mark Ingram is not going to suit up again which is great for J.K. Dobbins. Sad for Mark Ingram, but obviously when Mark Ingram was there, it's a similar situation to with Darrell Henderson, but way worse because it is a dumb situation to be in. Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, one of those guys will do good every week, but you never have any idea of which one it's going to be, and in a lot of weeks, none of them do good. Sheesh, nada. So what you're going to want to do here is when Mark Ingram is gone, you play J.K. Dobbins up against the New England Patriots defense that got torched by Joe Cool Flacco. Cool Joe! Joe Flacco, who's not even a good quarterback at all, J.K. Dobbins, is going to be able to light up this defense like a firework. So, at number 22, we have Zach Moss going up against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. If you guys have noticed a pattern here, we have a lot of running backs that are in committees back here. Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, the yin and yang of the Buffalo Bills offense, except for it seems like Zach Moss is 90 times better than Mr. Devin Singletary. At the end of the day, it's really just a touchdown guess in Buffalo, but in my opinion, Zach Moss is the bigger bruiser back in that offense. It's not even really my opinion. It's just a straight-up fact. You look at these two motherfuckers. One guy looks like a bowling ball, a wrecking ball. The other guy looks like he'd get demolished by the defense. The guy who looks like a wrecking ball is Zach Moss, so I feel like he has the higher upside to score a touchdown up against the Arizona Cardinals, so I'll put him higher up at running back 22. And based off of their performance as of recently, I just feel like Zach Moss is just the better guy to start. At 23, we have David Montgomery going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Montgomery is banged up coming into this game. Will he end up playing is also a unknown. I put it at about a 50-50 with him getting concussed in that game last week. Now, the criminal underuse of David Montgomery has put him at this spot. He has a scenario where if the head coach didn't have a hole in his fucking dome, I would put David Montgomery as the top 12 back on a weekly basis. This is a soft serve ice cream matchup up against the Minnesota Vikings, but you just simply cannot trust him. With that said, David Montgomery running back 23 if he ends up playing. At 24, we have Ronald Jones up against the Carolina Panthers. Again, we talked about it earlier with Leonard Fournette. You really have no idea which week is going to be which running back playing good. Is it going to be Fournette? Is it going to be Ronald Jones? I have no goddamn idea, so I'm going to put Jones behind him considering it looked like Fournette has looked better the last couple of games. Now onto running backs 25 through 32. So again, if you guys have ended up enjoying this far, please make sure that you guys hit the subscribe button down below. At number 25, we have Giovanni Bernard going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. Now Joe Mixon is out. Not out yet, but pretty much out. Seems like he's not going to play. So Giovanni Bernard will get the head honcho back role here, just like he had two weeks ago before they had their bye. This week, they get the Steelers in Pittsburgh. This is a very tough matchup for the running back, so I don't love it. He will get a decent amount of targets to push him up into like top 25 running back category, but I definitely don't love him this week. At 26, we have Phil the Thrill Lindsay going up against the Las Vegas Raiders again. This is a very soft serve matchup for the running back, and I think not that it's super soft serve, but it's a kind of matchup that I believe is going to be high scoring, so I think either of these guys, Lindsay or Gordon, could end up in the end zone, but it feels like Gordon's the starter for the team, the guy that's going to get the first crack at it, so I'll start Gordon 
Jordan over Lindsay at 27. We have Wayne Gallman going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Devontae Freeman has been put on the IR. I literally got a report of it during the goddamn video. So that means Wayne Gallman will definitely be the head honcho back in this game. He scored last time these two teams faced off a couple of weeks ago. He scored the touchdown after Danny, Danny Jones was running into the end zone at mock fucking speed and he just tripped and fell over and ate shit. Wayne Gallman scored that touchdown. Will he score this week? I don't know. But He's a lot better than some of these guesses behind him. At 28, we have Devin Singletary up against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Again, it is kind of a touchdown guess in Buffalo that puts me uh, in the scenario I'm in where I'm putting Zach Moss ahead of Devin Singletary. I know coming into the season, a lot of people were very heavy on Devin Singletary. I was opposed to it. And it seems like I was right, so I'll continue to oppose Devin Singletary at running back 28 to 29. We have Damian Harris going up against the Baltimore Ravens. He's another guy that's about 50-50 if he ends up playing or not. If he does not end up playing, sexy Rex Burkhead gets elevated from 32, probably to ahead of guys like Philip Lindsay around the 26 mark. Due to the amount of touches this man got after Damian Harris went down last week in that game for the Patriots up against the New York Football Jets. But if Harris does end up playing, he will probably score you like nine fantasy points because he just gets like 90 yards every single game. At 30, we have James White, who's a guy you just frankly cannot trust at this point in the season. For some reason, Cam Newton goes full Stevie Wonder mode trying to dump the ball off to James White. I mean, James White seems like a good start every week, but as of recently, he just hasn't been at 31. We have Gus Bus Edwards up against the New England Patriots. A good matchup for Gus Bus Edwards, but I feel like J.K. Dobbins will overwhelm or overwhelmingly be the guy getting the more touches. And at 32, we have Sexy Rexy Burkhead. We just talked about him before. I like him a lot if Harris misses. If not, he's kind of just a bi-week fill-in that you just hope gets like seven points. So, thank you guys all so much for watching. If you guys think I got anything wrong, leave it down below. I'd love to have discussions in the comment section. I don't necessarily answer instantly, but I try to get to as many questions as I can at points in the day when I'm looking at my phone at the YouTube app, so I really do appreciate it. I love you all. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below if you are new, and check out OverlayDFS.com, link down below in the description. I love you all, and I'll see you beautiful bastards later, or actually tomorrow morning with another banger of a video. As always, stay safe. I love you all. Good boy!